0: Welcome to the podcast of Destiny Community Church. In three days, we are going to welcome a new year. 2020 is upon us. And as I have already declared at our Christmas Eve services, this year is your year. I believe that God is going to do amazing things in our lives throughout this year. Reminded of a story I heard of these two old friends that met one day after many years of not seeing each other One attended college, and he was very educated, but he did not have much to show for it The other had not attended college and and had never been very ambitious But seemingly he was doing very well with his life The educated one was curious, and so he asked his friend at dinner that night. He says hey Do you mind if I ask you how did you make your money? You didn't go to college you've never been very ambitious how did you make your money and the friend replied he said well one day he said I just I just opened my Bible he said I opened my Bible and I flipped through the pages randomly and and he said "I, I I just pointed to a word and the word that I pointed at was oil and he said so I invested in oil and boy did the oil well spring and gush forth he said and that's how I made half of my fortune and the curious friend said half well what about the other half and he replied well on another day I, I flipped through the pages of my Bible just like I did before and he said I just dropped my finger on a random page and on a random word and and, and that word uh, was gold he said so I invested in gold and he said the mines have really produced and and now I'm as rich as Bill Gates the educated free couldn't wait for dinner to end so he was so impressed that he rushed back to his hotel room he grabbed the Gideon Bible from the nightstand in the room he flipped through the pages of his Bible found a random page just pointed And when he opened his eyes, it said, chapter 11. I declare over your life today that 2020 will not be random pages for you. The steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. God is ordaining your every move. All you have to do is trust him with this. And I believe that God is going to bless you this year. Do you believe God is going to bless you? That I believe that God is going to bless you this year. Do you believe that God is going to bless you? Amen? How many of you are ready to turn the page on 2019? Let me see a show of hands. Yes. You're ready to turn the page. Because you can't finish the book unless you turn the page, right? You can't complete the script unless you turn the page. You cannot continue the journey unless you turn the page. Today's text takes us to the second time that the Israelites visited the threshold of the promised land. I'm going to be reading out of Deuteronomy chapter 34. You'll remember that the first time that they stood at the threshold of the promised land, Moses had sent 12 spies to check out the land that God had promised them. Upon their return two of the spies known as Joshua and Caleb said that we, we should and we could take the land. But the other 10 spies disagreed and convinced the people not to go into the promised land. And because of this, they would spend the next 40 years wandering in the desert. We hear this phrase often in church. I want you to really, really wrap your mind around that. 40 years. 40 years. I am 45 years old. That would be the majority of my life. 40 years. For 40 years, they wander in the desert. Now they stand in that same spot again. And God takes Moses up on the mountain to show him the land. And I want you to listen to what God says to him. Deuteronomy 34, verses four through eight. And when we finish reading this, I just want you to leave your Bibles open or or leave your digital device open to this passage, okay? Deuteronomy 34, verse four. And the Lord said to him, This is the land of which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to your offspring. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you shall not go over there. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him in the valley in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Peor. But no one knows the place of his burial to this day. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eye was undimmed and his vigor unabated. And the people of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days. Then the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. This was a tough time for the children of Israel. Their leader for the past 40 years was now deceased. For those that had been led out of slavery, out of Egypt, they had been led by Moses. This had to be an emotional time for those people. This man's leadership changed the trajectory of their lives and they were no longer slaves. Now they were free. They remembered what slavery looked like. They remembered what slavery felt like. They remembered how they were mistreated. Moses was their communication line to God. The Bible says that Moses had a very unique relationship with God unlike anyone else because he had a face-to-face relationship with him. Who was going to talk to God now? Who was going to be the one that would communicate what God wanted them to do next? Who was going to lead them? For some of the Israelites, Moses was all that they knew. They had been born under his leadership. They had grown up under him. He he was there when they were born. They, 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 he watched them grow up. He conducted their weddings for them. He dedicated their children for them. He visited their sick parents. And when their parents died, he buried them along the way in the wilderness. Moses was their pastor. He was their mentor. He was the only leader that they knew. And he was this constant sense of security for them. And now he is gone. They proceeded to weep for Moses for 30 days in the plains of Moab. And and that feels right. I mean, it, it, it feels appropriate. When someone has been a part of your life for that amount of time, it it seems only right for you to mourn someone. When you lose someone that great in your life, there has to be a time of, of mourning and healing to take place. But church, how many of you know that you can't stay there? It's okay to mourn, and there will always be a part of you missing, but you can't stay there. You can't stay in that mindset of despair. You can't stay in in, in that setting mentally. At some point, you have to learn to turn the page. It's okay to have a bad day, but you can't stay there. It's okay for you to have a bad season, but you can't stay there. It's okay for you to even have a bad year, but you can't stay there. Because if you're not careful, years will become decades and decades turn into lifetimes. And before you know it, you've wasted your whole life stuck on the same page. Sometimes you have to have the guts to turn the page and move on with life. And under Moses, they had spent 40 years on the same page and many of them didn't even realize it. For 40 years... Exodus 16 and 35 tells us that they were eating the same food every day for 40 years, manna. Bread from heaven. I'm sure the first time they ate it, it was amazing. I, I, There's certain foods that I love. My wife makes the best spaghetti on the planet. No, no one makes spaghetti better than my wife. Don't ever invite me to your house and make spaghetti. I'll hurt your feelings over it. My wife makes the best spaghetti. It's what I like. I don't care if you like it or not. It's the spaghetti that I like. But how many of you know if she made the same spaghetti every day for a week, I would complain about it. Don't you know that? For a month, she's going to hear me. If she cooks the same spaghetti recipe for one solid year, I'm not sure we're going to make it. I'm just letting you know. Can you imagine eating the same thing for 40 straight years? For 40 years, they eat manna. Deuteronomy 29 and verse 5 tells us that they wore the same clothes and the same shoes for 40 years. That God kept their shoes from wearing out. So they wore the same clothes and the same shoes for 40 years. Now, there's men in the room right now that if the shoes wouldn't wear out, that wouldn't be a problem with you. I know because you were wearing that same thing last Sunday when I saw you, and it's okay. But there's some women in the room that you would have a hard time wearing the same thing every day, much less for 40 years straight. It would be tough. And shoes? Oh, who am I kidding? I love shoes. It would be tough for me to wear the same shoes. For 40 years, they have no permanent residence, no permanent home for 40 years. They're not sure. One day, God just might decide to, to move the cloud. And if the cloud moves, they have to move. It's, it's so you don't put your tent spikes too deep because you have no permanent home for 40 years. And the greatest leader that they had ever known The one that changed their lives was now dead. But the one that was really leading them was alive and well. Church, you you, you might feel like your dreams are dead, but understand that the giver of dreams is alive and well. You might feel like your life is over and that it's not worth living, but the giver of life is alive and well, and he is seated on his throne and he is ready to breathe new life into your dry bones. I want you to look at somebody and say, it's time to turn the page. Now look at the person on the other side and say, it's time to turn the page. Oh, look at somebody behind you and say, it's time to turn the page. And don't leave that person out in front of you. They feel lonely right now. Tell them it's time to turn the page. No, literally. I mean, it's, it's actually time to turn the page. I need you to turn the page. Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1, verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I have promised to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, to the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. Listen to this promise. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life Just as I was with Moses So I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you God would go on to tell Joshua three times in the beginning of this chapter Be strong and courageous and one of those times he said be strong and very courageous You have to decide in your life if you're going to be a page turner or a page dweller because there's a big difference between the two. As I said earlier, you can't get to the rest of the story unless you're willing to turn the page. Joshua was was a page turner and he didn't let the grass grow under his feet. After this command from God, he assumes command and he immediately sends two spies to go and view the land. The land that God has promised to them. I want you to notice that he sent two spies. He learned from the mistake of his predecessor Moses not to send in a committee of twelve. Because the committee of twelve cost them the promised land. There were too many opinions there. Sometimes churches can over themselves to death. That's one thing you're not gonna find around here. Let me tell you what we do have. We have accountability through uh, our administrative council, but the one thing that we don't have is committee and board after committee and board. Some of you came from a church background that has that kind of stuff. Like I said, I believe in accountability, but sometimes you need a leader that will hear from heaven more than you need a committee that will raise hell. It's important that you have somebody that will hear from heaven. The moments that this church has struggled the most has been the moments when I've been more disconnected from God than ever. But when I find my time with God, when I hear from heaven, this church flourishes more than ever before, and it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with my willingness to seek him out and hear his voice. Joshua chose two And I I bet that he probably chose them very carefully. I'm not saying they were yes men. But I believe that he chose two men that were extremely optimistic about the future of Israel. I believe that he chose two men that were extremely brave with their lives. I believe that he chose two men that had the vision that God had for Israel. Israel. He just needed to know what the land looked like 40 years later. It had been 40 years since he had crossed that that threshold. This wasn't so that he could decide if they were going in. That was informative. This decision wasn't decisive. He had already made up his mind. God had given them the land. And Joshua said, we're going to take this land. Go and check it out. Spies go and check it out when they get back The the, the plan is put into place, and and you'll know the first city that they take. If you've studied this very much, you'll know that it was Jericho and how God fought that battle for them. Listen to me, church. In life, you can't move on to the next chapter if you are constantly rereading the previous one. For some of you, it's time that you flip the page. Turn the page. Get past what's happened to you. You can't go back and change that. You can't go back and change what's been said about you, what's been done to you, how you've been overlooked, how you've been mistreated. You can't go back and change that. But what you can do is you can flip the page and you can start moving into your destiny. You can start moving into what God has plans for you, for the plans that God has for you. And, and, And somebody, I believe, needs to hear this. You don't need to wait until Wednesday to step into your destiny. You don't need to wait for January 1st. Beat the enemy to your new year. I promise you he's already got his sights on your new year. Beat him there. Go ahead and tell 2020, I'm moving in early. This is my year and you can't have it. Isaiah 43 verses 18 and 19 says, forget the former things. Oh, I'm not done with that. Forget the former things. Forget the former things. Forget 2019. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Would somebody just praise God for what he's doing in your life right now? He's preparing a way in the wilderness. He is making streams in the wasteland. And the years that you spent wandering in the wilderness, don't think for one moment that they were a waste. 2019 was not a waste. 40 years earlier, those same people they were escaped slaves running for their lives. They were powerless. They couldn't fight. Now they were a different people, a different mindset. They had been reprogrammed. Now they're warriors, confident in their God, and that God was going before them into this promised land. DCC, I declare this over our church. This is our year. Oh, I don't care if you feel it or not. I'll I'll walk into this year right by myself, whether you're with me or not. This is our year, DCC. This is our year. For 11 years, we have been a portable church. This is our year. You understand that, right? For 11 years, it's been set up and tear down week after week. Don't tear down today. We have one more week. We can stay set up through the holidays, okay? But week after week, it is set up and tear down. We have constantly had to work around a school schedule. And I don't blame them. I don't blame the administration. This is a school first before it's a church. But when God's people show up here, this is the church. And we've had to work around a school schedule. We, we've had to change events because the school needs space. The, even this year, the, during the holidays, we had to change the women's brunch because of an event happening here at the school. And when we changed that, everything had to change on the calendar. It was a nightmare for us. Constantly having to work around their schedule. We have no control over the AC and the heat. As you can tell today. No control. That first Sunday in our new building, you better bring a jacket. I'm going to freeze your butt that day. I'm telling you. It's gonna be cold. 11 years of not having a permanent home. Turn the page, DCC. Turn the page. Your marriage has been on a one-way street towards divorce. Turn the page. Watch God restore the flame. Your career was heading nowhere in 2019. Turn the page. In 2020, you just might take over the company. Some of you, you, some of you, your faith is so weak, you're not believing this right now. Let me tell you, I didn't even realize I said it. I was reminded of this in the, in the candlelight service this year. But on this stage, right here last year, I didn't even know I was speaking prophetically. But for a couple that was having a hard time conceiving, I spoke into their lives last year through the anointing of the Holy Spirit and said, this time next year, you might have twins. Eric, how you like them twins keeping you up at night, buddy? <laughs> All you have to have is that faith to turn the page god is ready to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask or think more than you can even imagine church 2019 attacked your health turn the page i declare that 2020 will be a year of physical healing of mental healing of spiritual healing And I speak restoration over you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the podcast of DCC. For service times and directions, log on to www.destinycommunitychurch.org. Thanks again for listening.